All right. Welcome back to the Middle of the Park podcast. I am your host, Grady Hubbard, along with my co-host, Liam Fribley. Doing well. This podcast is just two young lads talking about football, and we're almost always wrong, but sometimes we might be right. Yeah, as evidence of our uh, FA Cup predictions last week, uh, I think we're going to be wrong a lot more than we're going to be right. So, <laughs> you know, it's a, it was a fifty-fifty. Yeah, but uh, we 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 sounded pretty sure last week. So, well, yeah, well, we didn't expect Arsenal to just absolutely maul uh, Man City. Yeah, you know who else they mauled? Liverpool. So let's get right into the games. <laughs> so. Uh... <laughs> Liverpool lost to uh, Arsenal 2-1 from two mistakes from Van Dijk and Allison after a opening goal from Liverpool. Uh, what were your reactions from that game? Pretty shitty, honestly. It was it was kind of sad. <laughs> like we dominated like the first 30 minutes of the first half. Mane scored and then just we blundered. Like just yeah. I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't know how Van Dyke's like claiming. Yeah, that's just like. I mean, he's this is like who is it? Reese Nelson is grabbing your arm from behind, and then like yeah. Van Dyke is the six four, literal stone man, like, and it's just he's like calling for a foul there. I think he he's and it's also the pass is just so weak too. And yeah, it was a hospital pass. For it sure. was just I don't know. It was it was a strange out of character moment for Virgil Van Dyke and uh, Allison. And uh, I don't. Yeah. It was just... I just felt sad. I was just, like, more shocked. I was just, like, stunned. <laughs> like, okay, Van Dyke made the mistake. But we were still, like, pretty much... We dominated the first half. Like, like I saw the stats, and we were, like, up on possession mm-hmm. by, like, mm-hmm. a mile. No, it, Liverpool put and in then, a really good performance overall. It was just they were undone by two mistakes. It was It was just a little sloppy. Like, that, that Liverpool goal was just so um, easy. It was just, like, beautiful passing, yeah. and then Sadio Mane just finishes it off. It was... It was yeah. great play. I don't feel Liverpool really didn't play that bad. I don't feel like they just made two mistakes, and then Arsenal defended really well. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's also some VAR controversy with. Uh, yeah, true. The I mean, box. I think Minamino it'd be a soft pen. I feel like it. it like, yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah. have complained if they'd given it, but it, yeah, I would have been a little. It would have been a hard, a hard sell. I was angry at the time, obviously, but looking yeah. back. It, it would have been. I mean, Minimio just is tiny, too. I feel like he's just going to get pushed around yeah. all the time. He needs to bulk up. I mean, he needs yeah. to bulk up. He just, maybe he just hasn't learned the diving <laughs> way in the prem. Doesn't know how to dive yeah. yet. But Arsenal, they've had a good week. So they took the they took the 2-1 win over Liverpool in the league, which no one expected. And then they uh, beat Man City 2-0 in the FA Cup semifinal. And yeah. another terrible prediction from us. We've We've thought for sure it'd be a surefire win for Man City. But I feel like Man City's defensive shortcomings came alive in this game too, where Arsenal pretty much played the exact same game they did against Liverpool. Where it was just smash and grab, parking the bus. Aubameyang just... That first goal was nice. Both both goals are like... They're like different versions of like beautiful attacking or counter-attacking football. Because the first goal was like 17 passes or something. And they just passed yeah. around Man City after being barraged the entire game. They passed around Man City, and then Aubameyang finishes it off. And then the second goal was Tierney plays this beautiful pass, and then Aubameyang finishes it off well. Yeah, it was pretty shocking defending though from Man City. Well, that's why they have oil money, and they're gonna buy Koulibaly. So, and maybe Nathan yeah. Ake. But this is it's been a good week for Arsenal. That's for sure. Still 10th in the frame. <laughs> um, Tottenham's in six. Downside, I mean, yeah. It's yeah. Tottenham. We'll we'll get to Tottenham. Tottenham's also on a on a tear, low, low key. Low key tear. I mean They're 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 fighting for fourth place. They said we don't want Europa League. We want that Champions League. <laughs> I'd spot. be I'd be shocked <laughs> if Tottenham got fourth place. But uh, I wouldn't. I think Mourinho's doing his thing. Yeah, I'm looking at the table right now. They're four points behind Leicester. Leicester is so in like shambles. if Leicester, I think it'd be, I think it's mathematically impossible for Tottenham to get in fourth place. <laughs> well, There's two games left, so Leicester loses, Man United loses, Leicester loses, Man United loses. They can get sixty four. Yeah, they can get sixty four. But I'm just looking at the fact that Man United, if they beat Leicester, 
They would have Leicester and Man United would have to tie. So Man United loses, and then they get yeah. 63, and then Wolves lose all the games. So yeah, okay, it is technically possible, yeah. but it's pretty unlikely. Man United would have to lose to yeah. West Ham, who have like already been up. They're already they're promoted. I mean, not the promoted. They're safe. So they're they're yeah. going to be on holiday pretty much. And then Leicester, Man United. I I feel like Man United is going to win that game. So I mean, it it would. I think Man United. Tottenham win that game would be hard too, yeah. pressed to to get into. I guess it's it's possible. I didn't even. God, that's crazy. I mean, Mourinho's doing. I his didn't thing. think I'd be saying that, like a couple weeks ago with their performances against Bournemouth. Like that, they would have yeah. a chance at top four, which is insane. But things have fallen well for them. And mm-hmm. speaking about Man United, the other FA Cup draw it was uh, Chelsea won three one. Uh, what are your takes on this? Uh, Maguire sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Liverpool bias, right uh, there. Yeah. Um, they were just asleep. It didn't look like they came to play. I don't think they they wanted um, to really. I mean, with all of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer had been saying. About like how Chelsea had more of a break. I feel like he was preparing his team to lose the game, pretty much. Yeah. Um, some De Gea mm-hmm. howlers. Is he washed? Definitely. I, I, yeah. Ever for since sure. that Mourinho second place season, it's just been downhill. I feel like I don't know. I don't know why though. It's just so strange that like he gave up that goal to Mason mm-hmm. Mount. Even the first was, goal it, it, was pretty yeah, sloppy. It was. It was it's just because he got so much of his hand on it. It was like just a weak hand. Let it go through. Yeah. And I don't know. It's a couple of years ago, De Gea was easily the best goalie in the, the Prem in like top three in the world. He was amazing. And then I don't know why, but he's just been falling apart recently. And I feel like it's a mentality thing. It's just every single time he makes a mistake, he just keeps on making mistakes. I mean, like a David Luiz thing, but David Luiz said. I'm parking the bus against he Man was, City, bud. He said, you're not Maldini. He was a monster. Him and Mustafi, like, carried that Arsenal back line. It was, like, it, it was kind of like Atletico Madrid, where every single time Atletico Madrid make a tackle in the box or something, all of the defenders, like, get together and start hugging. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's like they celebrate like a goal. And that was like David Luiz. Yeah. He, he would go down, he'd, like, get up, and Mustafi would be right there to hug him. It was, it was a beautiful yeah. performance. But, yeah, Chelsea, 3-1 against United. Mason Mount scored. Maguire scored an own goal. And uh, he also got a cut on yeah. his head. <laughs> Hope Eric Bailly gets recovers. That was kind of scary. He, he got he had, like two head he, injuries. He, and within, He was like, out of minutes. it after the first one, too. That was the craziest part. Yeah, it was. I don't And he got stretchered off. So, I mean, hopefully he's doing better. But it's it was it was a shaky, just lifeless performance from Man United, I feel like. I, maybe Man United is just they're focusing on uh, Champions mm-hmm. League. They just want to get that fourth spot, or they just want to secure. I mean, it. I'm just like I'm worried for Man United too because if they miss, if they somehow miss out of top four, then they'll like they'll have missed out of top four and then also thrown away the FA Cup. I feel yeah. like if I if I were a player, I feel like I would always try to prioritize the FA Cup. Obviously, the money is in the Champions League, but there's there's a difference between getting top four and then getting silverware. Because if Man United gets into the top four and they get in the Champions League, are they going to go anywhere with that? Do you think? I mean, do you think they have a good chance of winning the Champions League? Exactly. No. Yeah. I mean, and then like that kind of reinforces like I was going to bring up like why would like transfer rumor if Jaden Sancho goes mm-hmm. to United? Why would he want to go if Dortmund was in the Champions League? They were in Europa League. They were in Champions League. They were in Champions League this year. Yeah, they lost to um, PSG in the round of sixteen. That's right. So like. Why would he move? Why would, why would you go to a team that's not? Yeah, that's in the that's Champions that's League? true. That's it's you can't really attract players. I mean, they got Bruno Fernandes and they were in the Champions League, and he's been amazing. They Man United has good players. I just I don't Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Is, I think it's, it's a manager and one more know. and one center back. And I think they'll be perfect because I don't know. It's just I, I mean I think it's also just like mentality true. things. They, like, yeah, like you're saying with De Gea, like he's just like. Maybe they do. They need a new. I mean, do you think like, Dean Henderson could take over for Man United? Yeah, I don't know if he's is he. I don't know if he's ready though right now. Maybe one. I mean, one more. This is his first year in the prem. If Man United's got cash, they're gonna pay him. That's, that's true. I think it'd be silly if he didn't take that. I mean, I don't know. I, to, I think one more year at Sheffield, and then he goes back to his club, Man United. I just feel like it, it's a big step between like because like look at all the. 
De Gea has been the best player in Man United this like decade almost. Yeah, and or like the most consistent at least, and he's getting killed all the time. Like being the Manchester United goalkeeper, like carries the weight of early David de Gea and Schmeichel, and it's just like it's it's difficult when you're on that stage, and because when you're when you're at Sheffield too, you're just you're you're in a defensive setup. Like Man United has defensive frailty, so you're going to be exposed a lot more. I feel like. So and I mean yeah, I agree, but I mean but it's F. I feel like if he's I feel like if he's playing European Championship mm-hmm. football, he's gonna he's like he's already like debatable like one of the best goalies in the Prem. Um, he's definitely the top two I, or three best England goalkeepers, for sure. I feel like just any type of European football is gonna make him mm-hmm. better. I, I just no yeah I I I think he's instant, like amazing. I just I hope he can step up and like really fill out that Man United role. That's all I'm worried about. But yeah. I mean, they they're gonna need something soon I mean, if the Hay keeps on playing like this. Yeah. I mean, it's just Man United. They're in a slump. Yeah. I mean, this. But this. The thing is, they still have a good shot at top four. With Le- I mean, Leicester's reeling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Leicester's. Man United is our. I don't know. What Man United are probably the favorite for that fourth position. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Wolves. Mm. Maybe Tom. I don't know. That, well, we don't that know. Loss. We suck at predicting. <laughs> I think no. I think it's impossible for Wolves. I'm looking at it because they're in six. They're in 59 points and they have one game left. And their goal difference is 15 less. And they have, they're three. They're three points behind. So I think it's impossible. Unless they score like 30 goals in the next game and win. Who are they playing? Uh, they're playing. Um, they're playing uh, Chelsea. <laughs> so Chelsea, they they uh, they uh, leak goals. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think. The other, the honestly other true contender is Tottenham Hotspur, who have, <laughs> who have gotten two wins on the bounce against Leicester and Newcastle. Harry Kane looks alive again. Yeah, that uh, I think it was his second goal, that curler to the mm-hmm. far post. Yeah, the, I mean Tottenham are looking good right now. After yeah. that, I think I think they've been rejuvenated ever since that Derby win against Arsenal. And they've just mm-hmm. they've carried that momentum through these next two games, and somehow have put themselves back in the fray. I think, I think, I think Mourinho's screaming at them. He's like, if we don't get Europa League or if we don't get Champions League, I'm out. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely. Probably, I think he wants that get shit. League, I'd say. Think Wolves are going to fall out, or Man United? Well, that's fifth I think place, Wolves right? will fall out because I don't think Wolves are beating because they they each have one game left. Tottenham is playing Crystal Palace. Well, well, Leicester's in fourth right Lester's now. Leicester's in so. fourth. And are they gonna? Are I think are they Lester gonna, gonna fall to? Are fifth, they gonna get Tottenham going to sixth and Wolves to seventh and Man United to fourth? So so uh so Leicester's getting yeah blue. Leicester's gonna be in fifth because I just I don't know I feel like Man United's gonna win that game against Leicester, and that's pretty much a fi- that's pretty yeah, much I a final so for the Champions League. Yeah. Like that's the final yeah. for the fourth spot, and as long as Chelsea don't bottle it, they should be fine. It's entirely in Chelsea's hands. I mean, they could tie and they could overtake Chelsea mm-hmm. on goal differential. The thing is, Chelsea are playing two good teams and Liverpool and Wolves. So, yeah, and they have now they have an FA Cup final to worry about. It, it's it's this is all very up in the air. We'll we'll throw out our definitive predictions at the end. But yeah, this the, this Tottenham team is looking rejuvenated now under Jose Mourinho. Do you think he's going to be a, a, around for that much longer? Uh, I'd give it like two two years. years. I don't yeah. know. I feel like maybe. I think I think they've they've, I think they've got the right idea. I think they just need need money, and they need to buy players. I think it's just like if you're like an up and coming like baller in like Europe in just in European mm-hmm. football um, and you hear that Tottenham like let's say you hear Tottenham wants you or you hear that Liverpool or Man City or like even Man United you're like why would I go to Tottenham like it's just like it's a top tier club but it's like if you it's have all the these top. other offers yeah. on the table from like in- from English clubs you would just like mm-hmm. pass it up like nothing's like Nothing's attracting the players to come to Tottenham. Like you can't, he they can't promise 
oh, Champions League football, fighting for the Premier League title, FA Cup, just everything that like Man City, Liverpool, and like, I mean, I guess Man United can mm-hmm. offer to a young player. Yeah, it's it's going to be hard pressed for them to get players. I think what they can promise is they're going to be they're going to be challenging at the top of the table in the Premier League, and they they can promise first team minutes. I think that's the, their big sell. Because that, yeah. I mean, that team is especially. I feel like in the midfield is definitely it can change. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think I don't know. Jose Mourinho has been getting so much flack this this year already. I mean, I guess like they're they're coming off the Champions League mm-hmm. final that they lost, but up the Reds, up the Reds. But I mean, going from Champions League final, they're out of the Champions League, and now they're in seventh. Yeah, fighting for Europa League. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't. They just. They need like better players. They need money. Yeah. I, don't I think know. Europa League win in top four is like the goal next year for Jose Mourinho and Tottenham. I think anything. Anything less than winning the Europa League is just bad. Because that's that's what I mean. That's I think that's what Jose Mourinho promised actually. <laughs> in. But yeah, I think it's it's gonna be tough. For Tottenham, but they've been looking good so far, and, and Harry Kane's finally looking like he's fit again. So yeah, and they sc- they still scored that deflection on goal. So Jose Mourinho still has his stamp on this game <laughs> <laughs> against Leicester, and yeah, Leicester, yeah. Uh, they've, they've been playing awful recently. I just I don't know. At, at the, they were fourteen points ahead of Man United, and now they're tied on they're 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 tied on goal on goal difference right now. It's just insane. I feel like I don't know. Leicester haven't just been playing. And, and yeah, well, points. yeah, I'm saying they're tied on points and goal difference. It's just Leicester have been falling off, which is a Brennan Rodgers staple, I guess. <laughs> just playing. He, plays, he just yeah, likes to slip. Just playing amazing it's... for the beginning of the season, just falling apart at the end when it actually matters. Bring Claudio Ranieri back in. I don't know. <laughs> He's doing all right in San That's all I'm saying. But. Uh, yeah, let's move on to the other side of the table where uh, things are pretty dire for pretty much everyone else except West Ham, who got a huge win over Watford 3-1. And Antonio's doing mm-hmm. his thing. And, I mean, West Ham played a really good game just overall. They were pretty dominant against Watford. Again, it's like this is probably the most important game of the season for Watford, and they just don't show up. It was crazy, in the first half at least. They, were, they looked pretty good in the second half. Saar was... Their only dangerous player in either halves, I feel like. Yeah, I'm being honest. I didn't watch much of this game. <laughs> it's like unprofessional podcasting right there. <laughs> yeah, well, we're not professionals exactly. yet. So. And, but either way, yeah, it's just lethargic from Watford. And I mean, Watford now are in the scrap with uh, Estevilla. And looking, yeah. at this, looking at this bottom, bottom three right now, who do you think is getting out? I think Watford. You think Watford's out. surviving? I think, yeah. They're gonna get that new manager bounce. Yeah. Let me look at who's Aston Villa still. Who are they playing next? Aston Villa plays. Yeah, Arsenal I think that. Next. I mean, the, wouldn't it be the most Arsenal thing ever to go on go on the bounce of winning against Liverpool? Winning against the top two Probably prim top, sides, like, top two teams in Europe, or like at least in the top five best teams in Europe. To lose in Aston yeah, Villa and, and West Ham, <laughs> or no Aston Villa and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, lose to Aston Villa and then Watford. <laughs> it, would, it would be very, it would be peak Arsenal. And then and then and yeah, then, then win the, the FA Cup because why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Watford's got to play Man City tomorrow. Yeah, we'll we'll, and... we'll be watching that game for sure. That's pretty much. That's that's going to be a murder yeah. in broad daylight, if I've ever seen. So I mean, Watford, and then looking at this goal difference too, Watford. I feel like the most they can do for this game, this Man City game, is just keep it one nil or two nil, because they need to they need to save their yeah. goal difference right now. Because they're they're at minus twenty three, yeah. and then Aston Villa and Bournemouth are both tied on twenty seven minus twenty seven. Now Bournemouth yeah. only has one game left, so if they win that last game, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't I don't think they I don't think, think they will. I'm just saying, if they did, they would be tied on with Watford. And with Watford with that better goal, 
they need to protect that. And Man City, especially after losing to Arsenal, are going to absolutely kill, I feel like, Watford. So they got to – don't go for the – get a 1-0 loss, maybe. Exactly. Just, it, it gives you – Everybody online. Yeah. And then uh, Aston Villa are, are looking kind of shocking too, but they have two games in hand as opposed to one. So if they if they win if they win one yeah. and tie the other, they got this. And I wouldn't put it past them <laughs> for beating. So that's all I can say. And then ask, and then West Ham yeah. on the last day, and West Ham are safe. Yeah. I mean, anything, anything can happen. happen. This is this is probably the most interesting. Yeah. Like the top four. And the bottom of the table have been the most interesting part of the season. Definitely not the title race. But as much as I love Liverpool, like it wasn't fun because they just destroyed everybody. They just, they, yeah, we bombed it. But this relegation—I mean, uh, I think Bournemouth would be a hard sell. But all three of these teams have a shout at the very least of getting and staying in the Premier League. Yeah. But I think I agree with you. I think it's going to be Watford. I think it is kind of shady that they sacked their manager with two games left when they're in the lead in this relegation fight. A questionable yeah. decision, <laughs> to say the least. What if that's their downfall? In yeah, I mean that's that's what I'm thinking. Ash, Aston Villa or Bournemouth that's, come out. That's what Ashes. that's why I'm worried is that I think maybe the owners or whoever like decides on this thing for Watford and sacking the manager want to go down and they feel like we're gonna sack him anyway when we go down, so we might as well sack him now and then give somebody a trial run. I feel like they're 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 fine with going to the championship. It's I don't it's a strange choice. I mean, Nigel Pearson and the like the difference between Watford after he came in and before is just night and day. I mean, Watford were in the bottom of the Premier League and they he 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 like pulled them out. And they've been playing pretty bad since the restart, but I still don't think it deserved he deserved the sack, especially with two games left. I feel like that's I don't know. I feel, I feel like they like they kind of did well. They were, really, like weren't they like middle of the table last season? No, they like, they were they were doing all right in the second half when Nigel Pearson came in. Like, it's just, I don't, I don't even know. Uh, it's, it's just a really, I, th- I feel like it's just a baffling decision. I feel like they just want to get their new manager bounce. And they think maybe, like, either they want the new manager bounce in and the, the lads will be, like, spurred on by the new manager to win the next two games. Or they're just fine yeah. with going down. Which is, I don't know, <laughs> it would be pretty stupid if that was what they thought. But you know what? England's boring. Let's let's go to sunnier countries. Let's let's uh check in on Real Madrid who won the La Liga. We we called that. We're, yeah, we were right. right about that one. It's 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 a pretty easy call. They're they're up by four points, two games left. Yeah. But we made the right call, and I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us too. I think the I mean, testament of this season is going to be Real Madrid's consistency for sure. Because, yeah, um, I mean, I like Barcelona just showed in their huge win over Osasuna how, like, quality they could be. But they've just been inconsistent. Yeah. They, haven't, they haven't shown up to certain games. But even when Real Madrid hasn't played well, they've... Obviously, it's a cliche, but that's the sign of champion. Is the, the, even when they're playing awful, and, but they get, like, a scrappy pen, and Ramos hits it in. So I think, yeah, it's been... It's, I, think, I think they'll pick up some players... This transfer and window also yeah, getting Hazard back because he's been injured all year. And Asensio has been playing well, and he was injured for most of the year. Like this isn't like this team yeah. that won also isn't even Real Madrid's full strength team. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was more of Barcelona just. Yeah, and like, I mean you got to testify yeah. to Real Madrid's incredible consistency in La Liga. Yeah, they just they, when they they just body. I mean everybody. Barcelona were winning when the. When yeah, the when the restart happened. happened, and when it mattered most, Real Madrid kept on winning, and Barcelona just got those draws. I mean, they won what? One, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They won ten games in a row. From since the restart, they won every single game, and then they tied against Leganes, but they've already won the league. So, like, they won the ten games that brought them the league. So that just shows just how incredibly consistent they were. Yeah. So, congratulations, mm-hmm. Real Madrid. It's, I mean, Zidane's showing himself to be one of the, the best managers in Europe. Yeah, my man came back for it. He said, "Y'all, y'all need me." Do you think? Uh, do you think Zidane throws his hat in as top three best managers in Europe after this? 
Throws yeah. his hat in. Um, he's okay. Pep's mm-hmm. there. Klopp's there. I mean, who else am I going to put there? I don't know. I mean, Mourinho, I guess. I'm just on reputation. I mean, Mourinho. I mean, yeah. Record, too. Just yeah, what Carlo he's Ancelotti, done. the same thing as like the past. But like right now, I mean, he's won three Champions Leagues in a row with Real Madrid left and then came back in his first full season. Coming back, he wins La Liga. That's... Yeah. And he... I mean, He's just like he, a, just a legend. He's just a mm-hmm. G. And he still might win the Champions League, too. We don't even know. I, I don't yeah. think he, they will. I mean, that's what our call has been. But it's, it's, just, it's crazy like, how consistent. He might, he might throw it on the boots and get out <laughs> on that pitch and school. Oh, my up. God. Hit a ball in the 90th minute. I would love that. The man's still got it Pro- in him, probably. I mean... Not probably. He, yeah, he'll he be does. better at footy when he's eighty than we have ever been in our lives. So, <laughs> yeah, it's because he's bald. And it's just... <laughs> but how do you feel about that? The top two of the three best managers in the world are bald. Like, is know. that a is that a bad representation of a the bald men percentage in Europe? Like, let me let me, let me check this <laughs> right now. This is gonna be a quick little. Uh, Bald men versus uh, men with hair percentages. I think I think it's more of a just a staple of a. a I feel like it's all the stress. Oh, for sure. Okay, I just said bald. That's why Klopp wears a hat. <laughs> He's just afraid. <laughs> he wants to look bald because he knows that it's like the best way. I mean, when Mikel Arteta start losing starts losing his hair, you'll know that he's gonna be the best manager in the world. Oh, I mean, I meant to bring up, um, see Pep uh, talking to the ghost of Arteta on the bench <laughs> in that video. <laughs> Shout out to Pep, who's missing Arteta. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. It's just two, two of the three best managers in the world are bald. But all right, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Syria. <laughs> <laughs> you, can cut that, you can cut that part out. <laughs> no, nah, I'll say it. Did. All right, Syria. Also done, pretty much. Not mathematically. I mean, Juve have are eight points up with four games left. It'd be, it'd be a pretty shocking collapse. Right? And this is Juve we're talking about. Where it's not like Lazio or Inter are eight points up. This is Juve who've done it so many times. It's over, pretty much. They have Pinaldo. He just hit 30 goals. Yeah. He scored two again today against Lazio. Lazio yeah. have been yes. shocking ever since the bite. <laughs> <laughs> And then Inter also crashed that against Roma 2-2. I mean, it was Lukaku Penn that saved him. So can we really call Juve Penaldo when Inter have been saved? Yes, we can. <laughs> yeah, 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 we yeah, can. We can. Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah, we, we, can. Can. we can. We can. But even with all the penalties, I feel like I, I feel like the only game that was really kind of cheated was the Atalanta game. And that was kind of the last stand, I feel like. That, yeah. I mean, that, that draw just killed them. I feel like it killed Serie I mean, there's still a chance, of course. But UVA are just too experienced, and the other teams are in bad form. So, yeah, I don't think they're dropping. They, I think they got it in the yeah. bag. So, they who did play, play next? Um, they are playing. They play Rome. Oh, they've got a few games. There's four left. games left, right? Yeah, Udinese, Sampdoria. Claudio. Claudio's going to sit. Serie A. <laughs> and I play Roma. Okay, that's actually, those are some decently hard games. I mean, those are some but, decent but games, But with yeah. everyone, the way everyone's been playing, I don't know. I mean, Atalanta are one point behind Milan right now. So if anyone's got a shout for second place, it is Atalanta. This yeah. 94 goals. Oh, my God. <laughs> Atalanta. Sheesh. That is insane. But, yeah. Uh, I feel like every this is Serie A has been the the closest title race of all the leagues. I mean, no, actually, am I crazy? Never mind, Serie A. I mean, La Liga is the point difference. But yeah, I, it's just everyone. I mean, Liverpool won big, Bayern won big, and uh, PSG were going to win big, and then coronavirus happened, and then in the end, Juve won big after a, bit, a couple scares and some bad performances. But I guess yeah, La Liga was the Eight only points clear. Yeah, it was the only close league really in the end. And 
Barcelona's tripped up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do, you, what do you think that says about the state of football when four of the five biggest leagues in the world are all pretty much capable of title winners? Um, there's a lot of money involved. Mm-hmm. And there's some serious players. I mean, I guess that just shows you, like, what a club can do if they bring in the right players and if they've got them enough money. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, granted, it took Liverpool, like, three seasons to, uh, to like, build up their team. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, I mean, a perfect example is just as a uh, Man City winning the title uh, a few seasons ago, yeah. just blowing everybody out with their money. I mean, it's just like when you win, too, you become bigger, and it's just it keeps on coming. I mean, Bayern are yeah. easily the biggest team in Germany, and Juve are the biggest team in Italy. Like, it's just every single time you win, you get bigger. Yeah. yeah. And you get money from uh, for winning, winning the league, winning other tournaments. I don't know, how do you how do you stop that? Like a salary cap? <laughs> Shit, like a salary cap was like the MLS. Shout out Higuain, by the way, who uh, in the MLS's back tournament has saved DC United twice. Two terrible performances for DC United, but uh, the 35 year old player development coach comes on the field and scores two goals <laughs> in both games. <laughs> It's been shocking in DC United, but yeah. Uh, I guess that's done with game recap. I mean, that's just the recap. That's, yeah, that's and it's been it's, past week. it's been a lot of it's been a lot of footy. It's been a lot. It of has been. So I guess we're gonna we're gonna move on to some other shoutouts. Uh, Porto. We're talking about champions. Porto. Juan Liganos. FC Porto. They have Sporting and Benfica, and they won the title again. So. Congratulations. Big up my Portuguese brothers. <laughs> Big up. <laughs> I don't know anybody from Portugal. But you know, but they're doing their thing. Beautiful country. And shout out to Porto. Shout out Porto. Also, in a- Leeds got promoted and then won the championship. So shout out to Leeds. Lovely city. Shout out to I, Leeds. I, I went there a couple times for uh, some rugby games. It was a, it was a lovely city. <laughs> <laughs> It's been 16 years since they've been in the prem. They're back. They're back. This is like if Aston Villa stayed up, it would have been. I mean, they might, but Aston Villa, Leeds, all the bigger clubs are coming back. I mean, if Nottingham Forest win, that's the two-time Champions League winners coming up too. It's it's a good it's a good time to be a Premier League fan, um, unless you hate Liverpool. So, <laughs> so for us, it's a, it's a like, great time to be it's a, a great time. Yeah. And uh, in other news, the Ballon d'Or it got canceled. What do you think about that? Man, I have to, I feel like that's really stupid. What they they I think it, <laughs> yeah, I think it is stupid. They, what they announced the winner in what like December? Mm-hmm. Damn, it's, it's July, and it's not like they avoided the seasons. It's not like they lost like twenty games. Like they're playing all the games. Yeah, I mean, I just I mean I don't know. I think it's dumb. Like how how are you gonna cancel like when the season's like still going on? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. If next season got canceled or got pushed back, then I'd understand it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just I, honestly like I'm gonna become. I'm gonna I mean, I mean, unless that's like what they're planning to do, they're just gonna push next season back. Like I don't know. I just I, it's it's just a strange choice and it's an unnecessary choice. Like no one was asking, no one was freaking out about the Ballon d'Or. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one was. No one cared pretty much about what was going to happen to that or not. Like maybe in December they'd care. We're five months away. Like we're, like the Champions League like isn't over. Like Lewandowski can still bang in like six more goals. Yeah, and then if there's also to. there's also half of the next season. Yeah. It's just there's so much. It's just so strange. I feel like like 11, you're you're halfway through the year already, yeah. and you're. I mean, Lewandowski right now is the favorite, pretty much. Yeah, we can I both agree so. on that. Yeah. Because yeah. Messi, I don't think he's going to win. And um, Ronaldo has been banging in goals. Yeah. But, but I think it, this is Lewandowski's year. And yeah. I don't know. Is, is this a conspiracy theory? Or, or, um, do they hate Bayern Munich players? Or do, do they hate everyone not named Messi and Ronaldo? Except for Modric. I would, honestly, <laughs> I Modric. was thinking about that. I was, like, I was thinking about, like, what, like the last 10 have been won by 
uh, except Mondros. Barcelona mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. Real Madrid players. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy. I don't know. I mean, it's like I understand because like Messi and Ronaldo were the best players. Like pretty much every single time. Like it's debatable last year, but over Virgil, but. You can still make a really. I mean, you can I, make, could, I could. You can make a point for Kevin De Bruyne. Right? Yeah, that dude's a baller. But yeah, the thing is, like this year, I don't really think it was much of a debate whether yeah. Lewandowski or Messi were going to win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Bayern. Like it's not that Lewandowski doesn't have the trophies. He won the league. He's they're probably the favorite in the Champions League, and they won the DFB Pokal. Barcelona have won nothing, so I don't think Messi's going to get they it. They choked. La Liga. Mm-hmm. They still have a chance in the Champions League too. So, but they've choked La Liga and they they're not even in the Copa del Rey final or the semifinals. I, just, I was just like, I don't like. How do you sign off on it? Like a decision like five months down the line. I have no idea. And speaking about other things it's that rigged. are way down the line, World Cup dates have been scheduled for Winter 2022. How do you feel in about Qatar. about in Qatar? Yeah. How do you feel about um this Winter World Cup? How do you feel about eating some? Uh, Beef Wellington in Turkey while watching the World Cup. Shit, fam. I mean, <laughs> they, they're literally going to burn alive if they played in the summer. Oh, so like, yeah. They, they, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's the right call. Um, I mean, it shouldn't be in Qatar in the first place. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It's just, it's, it's, not, a, it's like, not a football nation. I mean, at least you can say about Russia is it's a big country. Yeah. Like, because Russia's not really a foreign I mean, nation either. They got money. Yeah, that's that's it pretty much. Because <laughs> Qatar has money. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's crazy. Like, all the stadiums they're building. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, they're going to be used like once. Yeah. It's, it's just really weird. I think, not to like sound biased here, but United States and Mexico would have been a good shout. But I guess that's going to happen for 2026. <laughs> Maybe, so... <laughs> Maybe. Or, I don't know, maybe Sweden. I don't know, in 2022. <laughs> Stop. I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's just a strange choice, but it's going to be it's gonna be an interesting winter. I don't know how that's going to really work with the, the leagues. Are they going to start in the summer? And just, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll find the answer to that when we come along. Yeah, I mean, it's two years from now, so... <laughs> We'll have. Pl- I mean, we'll if have- we're still there, if we're still around by then, yeah, we'll have plenty of podcasts to, to ponder. We'll be, we'll be talking about the qualified teams. Yeah, Sweden is going to be one of them. Just like throwing it out there right now. It's like <laughs> this is, is going to be a very pro Sweden podcast. <laughs> we're winning the Euros. <sighs> we're winning the World Cup. That's that's pro Sweden from one side. <laughs> I'm pro Dutch. Pro Netherlands. Pro Netherlands. Yeah. <laughs> But speaking about looking in the future, let's predict some games. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we start with FA Cup? Yeah, let's do FA Cup. Honestly, I don't know, but I'm gonna go with Arsenal. I, mean, I think Arsenal they they can't challenge mm-hmm. for uh, Champions League, Europa League. I think Mel- Mikel Arteta is like proving his. His placement here mm-hmm. as his as his first man or as, as his first season as manager to win FA Cup. I think that would be a huge achievement for everything Arsenal's gone through this season. They're like the laughing stock of the Prem, but they're going to come out with a a, a trophy, mm-hmm. some silverware, and it's I, think that's, I think that's going to be huge. And I think they'll get some money, and they might even bring in some new players. Yeah, the FA Cup is their trophy too, so it's it. It'd be perfect. I mean, it's it's a London derby. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like it's a it's a it's a rematch of the Europa League last year, it the is. Europa League final, the the battle in Baku. But yeah, I mean, but that was for Europa League. This is the FA Cup. This is the FA Cup. <laughs> yeah, the, the battle of Wembley. But um, I, it's just I I want to pick Arsenal because they've just been playing so well right now, but. You never know what's going to happen in like no in a week. Like Arsenal, we could make this prediction and Arsenal wins, and then in a week from now they lose to Aston Villa and West Ham. Yeah, and then it's just like they're it's completely different. But they've been looking like they've been on the up. I, I think I think Arsenal's got a good shot, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with Arsenal. And I okay. think it all depends on 
the team that they play, mm-hmm. like the the players, like who Mikel Arteta chooses as the lineup. Yeah, and like, what would your what would your ideal lineup be for that final? A, a Bamiang starting, of course. I think a Bamiang's been on fire. I think, I think Lacazette's been in good form, and I think Lacazette and a Bamiang link up would be good. Um, who's the other winger? Pepe. Yeah, Pepe. Dude's got a killer left foot. Mm-hmm. Um, who's their goalie? Martinez. Yeah, Martinez. He's doing well. I think. I think. I think if they play how they played against Man City, they'll they'll take it. So yeah. three in the back. I think they played. Yeah. With Luis and Mustafi, and, and then Tierney on the left. Tierney. Yeah. Yeah. And then Bellerin and Saka. Was that Saka? Was Saka the left mid, or was it Kolasinac? Um, I can't. I can't remember. Yeah, that, that, I that think three, Saka. Three, four, if if the, if it's attacking, then it's Saka. Yeah, I think that um, the three four three though is that is the formation I think Mikel Arteta is. Yeah, happy sure. with because David Luiz is is much better in a three in the back than he is in the in, in a two center backs. Yeah. But, um. Who else in the midfield? Shaka. Shaka. Shaka's been playing beast. well. Um. Not Gwendozy, because <laughs> he knows out. where that he's knows out. where he is. Um, let me see who else they have in mid- midfield. They have Ceballos, but he hasn't played in a while. Did he get injured? Ceballos is—he's been taking knocks. I think. Um, who else is in midfield? I mean, Shaka, Torreira, Ceballos, and Will- yeah, Willick. Willick, I think. Would be the other uh, option. I don't know about. Willick. I think Willick would be off the bench because he 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 has the passion, but he, I don't think he could start. But uh, yeah, Arsenal can put together. Oh, oh, like the what we take away from Ozil. They got Ozil. <laughs> Ozil doesn't play all year, and then he comes in for the FA Cup final and runs it. <sighs> yeah. Arsenal are looking. They're looking good, but I think I'm going to go with that with Chelsea on this one. I think Chelsea's going to win. I think on paper, and when it's their day, I think Chelsea are just the better team. I, I would, yeah. I mean, I I agree. Like, I think it's I think it's definitely a toss up right now. Mm-hmm. I'm, so I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Arsenal. I'm hammering down Chelsea. I think Christian Pulisic is gonna he's he's resting right now and he's gonna come back full of strength against Arsenal and he's gonna win. That's on August first. Okay. And then we talked about this a little bit, but let's just get down our like actual predictions. Who's getting Who's getting top four and who's getting relegated? Who's getting top four? Okay. Man City, Liverpool, got it locked in. Yeah. I think it's going to be Chelsea and Man U. Man U in fourth and Chelsea in third? I think Chelsea in third. Yeah, okay. I think Chelsea in third, Man U in yeah. fourth. And then who gets Europa League? I think Leicester. I think they'll prevail even though they're in shambles. Yeah. I think Leicester I think, get fifth, yeah. Yeah, I think Leicester get fifth. And then Tottenham sixth. Yeah, I, I think Tottenham overtake uh, Wolves. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm kind of bummed. I mean, I was definitely hoping to see, like, Sheffield or Wolves in Champions League or Europa League. I think yeah. that would be sick as fuck. I mean, Wolves are still in the Europa League right now. That is true, but I mean, like, for the coming season. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I don't think they're going to pull it. I think I think Sheffield in the Champions League is amazing. That's that's like that's FIFA pretty much right there. If yeah. you're playing FIFA, and then how about relegated? Who's getting relegated? Yeah, Norwich, Bournemouth, and Aston Villa. Okay, I agree. I think it's gonna be Norwich, Bournemouth, and Aston Villa. So yeah, full agreements, and we're gonna be right 100 percent no matter what. We're definitely gonna be right. There's no way we can. Be we wrong. can see the future. We've been to the future after those epic cup predictions. There's no way we're wrong. We just know. It's easy. Just, we just know. All right, let's let's rate these transfer rumors. How about that? Okay. All right. Hit me with it. Guendozi. Between I'm Arsenal honest. and Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't he a Bayern? Or yeah, but he he's on loan. He's, he's on loan. Okay. Yeah, so he comes back to Barcelona. I'll be honest. I did not hear this one. The thing I saw though was Coutinho in a like private jet. Saying coming back on his Instagram story. <laughs> so, did he actually? Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it might still be up. 
It could. I think it means he's going back to Barcelona. Like he's just like I'm flying back to my house in Barcelona right it now. It might still. Like, my wife. Like I'm telling you that I'm coming back. Maybe to he's Barcelona. just going back to Brazil. It's not. It's not up anymore. Damn it. God damn it, Coutinho. <laughs> but I mean, you can just look it up. It's like him on a. It's like two pictures of him on a private jet looking out the window. That's interesting. That's interesting. But this Guendouzi Coutinho swap deal is a, is a, it's a rumor. It's a whisper, and it's. Let's be it, honest, Liam. Be you just shocking. made that. You made this. Up. I do. You mean... Serious. I heard this somewhere. I heard this somewhere. <laughs> I wouldn't just make this up. This is such a, like a credible source. This is such a this is, um, undisclosed credible source. This is such a far fetched idea. That there's no way it can't be true. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Ar- Arthur for Pianich was like, it was so weird. Like, why would this happen? And then it did. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about that one. I'll be honest. Yeah. It's tr- it's trading two players that are the same, but one of them's 23 and one of them's 30, pretty much. Yeah. But Guendouzi and Coutinho would be the ultimate win for Arsenal. Like, <laughs> like Guendouzi, yeah. like if they get rid of Ozil and then Guendouzi goes. They're not playing either of them anyway. And then Coutinho could be good, but if he's not, you know, that's all right. You got rid of Guendouzi at least. It would it would be an insane transfer. Mikel Arteta would probably be the best manager in the world if he pulled this off. And Barcelona's board <laughs> and would he, just be shocked. He's not even bald. He's not even bald. He's not even bald. <laughs> yeah. This the Barcelona's board would just prove out. The link up play between Guendouzi and Messi would be mental. <laughs> well no, imagine Guendouzi putting in a, a monster tackle. And then and, and it rolls to Art uh, to Pjanic, and then Pjanic plays this beautiful pass into Griezmann, and Griezmann slots it into Messi, and he scores. That is, it's, I can see it right now. Uh, uh, to a to a Barcelona fan uh, with Me- Neymar, Messi, and Suarez saying that to them would be the most shocking thing ever. <laughs> but okay, since uh, since Guendouzi Coutinho is absolute bullshit, according to you, let's move on to ones that are a little bit more credible. Havertz to Chelsea, Ake Man City, and then Sar Liverpool. What do you think? I think Havertz to Chelsea is crazy. Mm-hmm. They've already got Zayek. They've, They've already got mm-hmm. Timo Werner. They got Pulisic. And I think I think if they get Havertz, like I think it kind of killed their front three that they have right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you you have Zayek, you have Timo Werner. You're gonna and let's say they get Havertz. Is Pulisic on the bench? Like, who who do you who's your who's your front three? It's just there's so many good, like incredibly good attackers, and I, I think like Pulisic has proved himself this season that like he deserves to be in the front three. Mm-hmm. Even Giroud has been banging in goals recently. So yeah, and I mean, Tammy Abraham, he's like a flop. Yeah, and Tammy a Abraham, World Cup winner. Yeah, it's it's there's a lot of there's a lot of attackers and not a lot of defenders in Chelsea right now. And with all this money, they're spending seventy mil on Havertz. They've spent. A good amount of money on Werner and Ziyech. I don't know how, where Roman Abramovich is getting all this money. Like, Putin just got reelected, so that might be it. But it's Chelsea are bugging out with these attackers right now. They're going to win every game ten nine. Maybe they're just buying. And the, yeah, <laughs> I mean, who needs to who needs to defend when you can put like six in the back of your opponent's net? That's true. It's just like if you can just bang them in. And speaking of a team that needs to defend, Ake going to Man City. That's a. I would. I wouldn't be surprised if that. Happens. No, yeah, that's like it's a reported thirty to forty mil. So I mean, saving him from relegation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they pick him up. I don't know if Ake is exactly like a starter for Man City, but he's definitely a player that you can rely on coming off the bench, or if there's never yeah. an injury. So I think it's a good. Yeah. It's a good signing for Chelsea. I mean, for Man yeah. City. I mean. Yeah, they they'll probably they'll probably pick him up. Probably won't use him. They'll probably pick up one of the top center backs in the world. Yeah, we'll see. And sorry to Liverpool. This is, I think, a perfect signing for Liverpool, especially if Watford go down. If they go down, it'd be even better. Yeah, he's young. I think I think he's definitely got a lot to learn. Yeah. And I mean, he. I mean, if you look at the game when Watford beat us, like he's deadly. He's just like a young pace. Mane. He has pace. He has skill. He is finishing. Yeah. He's Premier League proven. I think he'd be all right with being on the bench too. Yeah, it's everything we need in a player. So it'd be the perfect signing. We'll see if it happens. We will. I pray to God that we get somebody. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Time for our miscellaneous fun things. 
miscellaneous activities such as goal of the week, player of the week, and then some shout outs. So hit me with goal of the week. Goal of the week is going to go to Harry Maguire and his own goal. Damn, that's cold. With his with his taped up bandaged head after banging heads with Eric Bailly. Mm-hmm. And then he poked it in to make it 3-1. <laughs> or make it 3 Was it 3-0? It was, it was at the time. And it became 3-0 because of Maguire's goal. So shout yeah shout out shout out to Harry Maguire shout out to Harry Maguire most expensive defender in the world slabhead eighty mil just doing doing his thing best England center back easy my my goal of the week is it's another goalkeeper goal <laughs> it's a shocker it's, it's Andres Lindegaard former Manchester United so that's something it's a, it's he scores the last minute winner in the in the last minute tying goal in the Falken Bay Helsingborg in the Osvenska. Oh yeah, so I was watching a, that in the 89th minute. I can see it right now. Yeah, it's a, it's. I just I, I love a goalkeeper goal. There's nothing better than watching the weird kit and he, and then he scores and he has no idea what to do. <laughs> you know, he's just like running around like I don't know what's he, going on. His arms are like dead. He doesn't know what to do with his arms. <laughs> he's just kind of running and everyone's chasing him. And it's it's after a decent goal. It's a decent header. So, strong so he flicked it to the back post oh really yeah it's yeah. i mean i'm i rep my scandinavian brothers that's all i can say shout out to them big up my denmark brothers <laughs> heritage and all that yeah who's your player of the week who's my player of the week it's gonna have to go to buen of elbowing <laughs> <laughs> some burnley player got, in the back got, of the head all the shithouse tape for the goal and player of the week i love it shout out Shout out to those red cards. Mm-hmm. Both each Norwich versus they, Burnley. Dermish felt bad for Buendia, so he he can't, he was. He said, "I'm coming, brother." Yeah, I don't I don't want you to be alone in the in the locker room while we're getting destroyed by Burnley two 0 That's a big Burnley win right there two 0 I'm and I'm yeah. Shout out to Alexander Zak again, my scandinavian brother. I mean, there's never a week goes by where I don't think about him. And this week he he really he came up. He had he had the perfect kind of bottle. We talk, we talk about people bottling it all the time, but I think Alexander Izak did it in the best way. So uh, Real Sociedad have confirmed after a 1-1 draw, after a late own goal against Atletico Madrid, that they're going to be in the Europa League. So everyone's celebrating in the locker room. You, you love to see those inside locker room celebrations. Alexander Izak, young Swedish gun. He's been, he's, it's pretty much been a breakout season for him. He gets to have the ball, the champagne bottle. Everyone's watching. He tries to open it. He starts, he starts shaking it, and then nothing happens. And everyone's just standing there like, what is going on? Everyone just goes silent. He looks around for a second. I'm going to try that again. He tries it again. Nothing happens. <laughs> third time he gets it, and then everyone starts freaking out. So you got to love it from Alexander. Yeah, third time's a charm. <laughs> and then I think the most important shout-out, those 10 views for our first episode. Whoever Big you up are, the mandom that's watching. I was looking at the dashboard earlier. We got, we got plays... From United States, Spain, Ireland. I don't even who whoever's in Ireland, big up you. We love You're you my guys. brother or sister or however you want to be identified. Anywhere in America, like come visit us and say hello. That's all I can say. Just anywhere yeah. in America. Thank you guys for listening. Just big up. Follow us on Instagram. We'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. Peace. Peace.